And finally, after 84 episodes of the podcast, and after independently going to Jasmine's, the high contrast has landed. It's hospital podcast number 84. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe this is the first time that I've had you in here. I know you did one with Rhett, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, when time, I was off sick. Time and space... Uh, I was sleeping yeah, or something. At last. Yeah, well, welcome, mate. Welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Number 84, that's a good number. I think the Terminator came out in 1984. We're on 85, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. 85? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, back to the future. Yep. Still a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're going to take an uncharted journey through the inner workings of the mind and psyche of the high contrast. Kicking off with this. Seven notes in black. something completely new to the table Lincoln yeah yeah I'm always looking for that contrast <laughs> this is a uh, this is very much a meat eaters sound <laughs> I wouldn't say that <laughs> being a borderline vegan I can never say that yeah yeah borderline <laughs> yeah borderline <laughs> yeah, I try excluding pizzas yeah, yeah. <laughs> your cereal is vegan but your pizzas aren't yeah well it's difficult life on the road he has soy milk on his cereal but cheese on his pizzas that is the contrast. <laughs> Life is a paradox. I mean, it, for me, it's all about being able to hold two opposing thoughts in your head at the same time and still functioning. <laughs> That's a marvellous philosophy, really, isn't it? Because it enables you to get away with whatever you want. <laughs> but, but, uh, but uh, I mean, this is what the universe has taught me <laughs> thus far in 29 years. I mean, contradiction just seems to be the, the very essence of things. Yeah, it's, it's brilliantly simple, Lincoln. Well, life is beautiful. And then life is ugly. I mean, how can we tally these opposing uh, forces? Yeah, that's that's very very true. So um, there's there's nowhere really to start with this discussion. Um, I just go straight in. Let's. So um, do you get do you get kind of people hitting you up saying? How can I make music like yours? <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. get that quite a lot? Yeah. Um, 
I also get requests from people um, saying, oh, I really like that one tune you made. Can you just send me all the samples for that yeah. track and uh, I'll remix it or remake it or something? You know, I, I guess I, I, I may, may have said such things to people when I was start, starting out as well. I mean, it's all, uh, you know, you learn things as you go along. But um, yeah, people uh, often do ask about uh, where the samples come from. And I, I, I mean, my response is usually. We're all on the same planet. Go man. figure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I haven't got some uh, secret, uh, you know, wardrobe with uh, a Narnia of uh, crate digging uh, going on in the background. So, um, I mean, it's. Re- I think that the key is really. Uh, it's not what it is; it's what you do with it. You know, and, and to, to sample the things that other people just wouldn't think of, of doing. You know, that that is so true. And I mean, I'll never forget the first time I came to your house. Well, yeah. it was your mum's house then? Yeah, in Penarth, and it was it was shortly after after we'd signed you. Yeah, and uh, and I I marvelled at your setup. <laughs> it was because like because people always think, oh yeah yeah yeah, you know it's all about the software and it's it's all about what equipment you've got and how you know I'm not even going to start until I've got everything, all the most expensive software and what have you. Yeah. Now back then in 90, what was it 1999, 2000? Yeah, maybe 2000. Yeah. You had you had like a PC it had a sound card. Yeah, it did have a sound. It did card. have a sound. It did card. have a sound. Sound card. blaster. Um, you had like one of those, one of those sort of Tandy hi-fi's, like the little tower hi-fi's you used to get with a record player on the top. Yeah, um, and a double cassette player. Yeah, powering um, a pair of speakers that were actually completely obscured by records leaning against them. They were on the floor. Yeah, as opposed to at head height. Yeah, and well, actually, one was under the desk. Yeah, and the other was on top of the table. Um, which is not for the people who don't know that is not the ideal setup for your monitors yeah um, it's, it's certainly an individual way to do it definitely. yeah and, and those speakers actually came off the back of a lorry literally um, so do you think you were missold them or, or, or do you think actually as it turned out that they did you a favour by, <laughs> by, well, by selling you these monitors when you were obviously a very naive young man yeah I, th- I think by anyone's standards they're, they're kind of subpar but, <laughs> but, but the, the key is uh, getting used to monitors and, and learning their sound and I, and I kind of just figured out what, what sounds good on them. And know? there is a theory that if you make music on terrible monitors and it sounds good, it's going to sound good on anything. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do subscribe to that school of thought. Yeah, and, and this record in the background was made on those very speakers. Well, let's, let's check this. This is from High Contrast Confidential, the forthcoming album. This is Ills No Soul, the High Contrast remix.
now let's have uh, a few words about High Contrast Confidential because the album itself is going to drop on the 5th of May. What's the, what's the story behind it, Lincoln? <laughs> As if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you? <laughs> Wasn't it your idea? I don't know. But um, no, I think the, the idea was... Um, well, for one, we, we, we've talked about doing uh, a compilation of the remixes for a number of years yeah. because they've been on so many different labels and it was so long a period of time that it just seemed to make sense to put them all in one place for people. Um, and, and then we also thought, after having done three albums, there's enough there to, to also have it as like a kind of greatest hits package as well. Um, and There's something very cool about doing a greatest hits in, in drum and bass. Well, yeah, because it's such an uncool, it, a, an uncool idea. Precisely. In, in drum and bass, it, it has the kind of uh, invertedness. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I perversely like the idea of doing being like the first drum-based artist to have a greatest hits uh, compilation out there. And that's true, actually, isn't it? That is true. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but also, just um, for myself, after having done three albums, I kind of wanted to draw a line under it. Because, you know, in my head I was thinking, oh, I don't, I don't want to just come out with another album yeah. after, after the last one. I kind of want to be able to draw a line and think about it and then the next one come with something quite different yeah 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 no I, I, I do like the sound of that. and I, I was I was lucky enough to be the person actually mastering the album <laughs> and uh, and it was like amazing listening to tunes like this and the Blue Sonics remix yeah that, that we're going to play later and there's quite a few old remixes that you've done that probably a lot of people don't know about well that, that's the thing I mean there's a lot of people fans I meet at shows now and uh, you know they know me from Tough Guys Don't Dance and, and don't know things off true colours like music and everything and stuff so um, it seems like a good idea to you know give people uh, a feeling on, on, on the, the history of what I've done now we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot more about the album with a few of the cuts on, off it this is something that you, that you, uh, you brought along. Lincoln's got his record bag here. Is that, are you doing a gig tonight or did you do a gig last night? I did a gig last night, um, an under-18s night at Ministry. Was it a let's, let's Go Crazy night? That's it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Notorious. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was, it was really good. Uh, I mean, uh, I wasn't quite sure what to expect because um, there was a drum and bass room, but they actually put me on in the main room, which is kind of more... Uh, like mainstream acts there like uh, uh, Alicia Dixon was meant to be there oh. but I, I, I don't think she was oh she um, didn't show up I, I don't know what happened there how but disappointing I came on after Kano oh cool so, uh, cool wicked yeah yeah that, that was you know, good to see him before, so, so you didn't get your headphones nicked no no I was, I was far enough away from the crowd so that couldn't happen yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah last time I did uh, Let's Go Crazy my headphones were stolen within 10 seconds of me going into the booth but uh, that, that's that's no no smear on the uh, on the brand itself. No, that's just no, the nature no, of children. Exactly, they're evil. They're quite a posh crowd, actually, as well. I noticed. That let's go crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was, uh, I mean, tickets are quite expensive, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, twenty-five quid or something. Yeah, but yeah. I think all the events are timed um, for school holidays. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mummy and daddy's money. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good crowd there, and. You know, when I played like If We Ever, um, it, it went off, they all knew it. So. Wicked. Yeah. Wicked. So tell me about this tune. This is 
um, Caliber, and I've just written Amen on the dub plate um, because I've no idea what the name of the track is. He just kind of uh, passed me a CD with about 12 yeah, yeah, tunes yeah. on it, and I've cut most of them. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, as only Caliber can do, these kind of uh, dubwise rollers. It's like a tray man, actually, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. about Calibre now Dominic has he's become like such a legendary artist and he's over so many years been so consistent with his output yeah, yeah. it's I find it quite mind-blowing sometimes he's so doing his own thing in his own way yeah you know it's absolutely wicked I can't think of any other artist quite like him to be honest who's so productive yeah you know and still so consistent yeah, yeah. So, um, so this, <laughs> this, uh, is the tune that you brought to my attention. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, I've, 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 I've had a bit of a history of uh, doing a little bit of uh, undercover A&R for, for hospital. I think, uh, for who? <laughs> hospital. Hospital. Oh, hospital. Hospital, you know. Yeah, and you, um, we, we have scientific to thank you for. Yeah, and, and I think I passed on the first Newton CD. Yes, you did. What was, the, what was that scientific track on John B's label that you alerted us to? When it, oh, yeah, it was uh, like... Timescape? Yeah, that's it, Timescape. Timescape. Yeah. Brilliant track. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it was the whole... The, when they were deeply in their Giorgio Moroder phase, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I used to mix that with uh, Return of Forever down at Swim. Wicked, wicked. The staccato bass line years. Yes. This is Friction and KT fired up from the forthcoming Sick Music album. It's going to be coming out in June. Already a big tune off dub plate. Yep.
back to um, the kind of the ingredient X of making original music that actually works. Um, would you say it's got a lot to do with upbringing and your background? Because obviously we've established that it's got absolutely nothing to do with the equipment or software that you use. Yeah. I, Has it? No, I, I mean, uh, yeah, the software you're using seems pretty irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. Um, it's just the way that, like, uh, you know, a movie can be made for $200 million and have all the best equipment in the world and, and just be turgid and then someone can just make an amazing film on a camcorder. Yeah, so... Um, I, I just think in any in any strand of, of, of creativity, it, it's, it's really just about what you bring to the table yourself, you know, because anyone can buy that software, but only you can bring the ideas that you have. Yeah, it's the imagination, isn't it, at work? Yeah. Imagination and quality control and accidents Yeah, well, as well. I, I, I think that, you know, the role of the artist in general is kind of, uh, you know, overplayed in a certain way in that, that really I think... Being an artist is, is just about happy accidents, you know. It's just trial and error, and, and you're looking for that moment when something happens that you didn't expect, but that really works. And I feel that the course of our converse, conversation leads me to play this tune. Um, this is by an artist from St. Petersburg called Bob. Right. And. Uh, Discovering him was like a happy accident in my life, really. Uh. Um, we've signed him to med school. This is going to be on his album, which comes out in July. And uh, this is called Tears of a Lonely Metaphysician. <laughs> I thought you liked that. Hey, yeah, that's well it was. Really, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, totally original. Very, very simple music. Unassuming. It's just ideas. moment here listening to this it's an emotional one I'll go and get the tissues
out going out to Bop in Russia and all of the Russian Massive. It's a big movement out there at the moment of very, very delicate, beautiful yeah. harmonic drum and bass coming through. Right, nice. Well, it's very I mean, exciting. I'm not lonely, but speaking as a metaphysician, that did bring a tear to my eye. There you go. You can't say fairer than that. The contrast is crying in the studio. And um, I would also like to point out that we have launched the IamBop.com mini site, which has a downloadable micro mix of Bop's music and lots of information on him and his dog. He has a pug. Very interesting dog it is too. Been, um, you've been busy doing a few other things apart from making high contrast music, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of which is is the fruits are actually released. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, last week or the week before, something like that. Something Come, like that. Weeks ago. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. This is a track called Rushmore. Yep. It's Two Fisted Tales. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Well, it's a perfectly innocent comic book from the 1940s and 50s. I've just noticed that on on the label of the record it says 10p. Yeah. Does that mean that that's what the la- the, the record costs? <laughs> um, I can say that because it's not in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in reference to the the 10 cents that the, the uh, original comic book okay. cost. Um, the 10p is just what the sticker costs on the label of the record, not the record itself. This is high contrast making house music. Check this out; it's absolutely brilliant. Available now in all good record shops on iTunes, etc. The flip side, Fugue State is wicked too. We'll see if we can squeeze that in before the end of the show.
And again, harking back to the uh, the early PC, and you were using acid then, weren't you? Um, were you? Th- that was in the Arsenal, but yeah, I wasn't doing exclusive. An early Cubase. Yeah, yeah. Very like the original <laughs> VST before it was Cubase yeah. 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is from the first... Uh, from the f- first period, the first phase of yeah. the contrast, isn't it? Yeah. Music is everything. This live at Herbal with the oh, vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dion. With Dion, yeah. That was on your album launch, wasn't it? That's right, yeah, yeah. Wow. 2001? 2002, I think. 2002. Yeah, yeah. But, um, like I remember off the, the back of the first album, uh, doing like tours across the states and I was playing in Canada and I just went to like a little house night and there's house DJs playing and at the end of their set I heard that noise that yeah white noise I was like oh that that sounds just like music is everything and I was like yeah really chuffed yeah see I've made a sound that sounds just like a house record <laughs> and then I was like oh no it actually is music is everything and uh, I know I guess I've just uh, always had this kind of relationship with house music and uh, so like making like that two-fisted tales track now kind of uh, completes the circle a bit, you know, um, I mean, I've, I've taken so much influence from house into drum and bass, so it just seems right to, to, to have some going the other way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think like, I think you and Newtone are probably the most, the most kind of housey yeah. drum and bass producers, really, historically, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and, you, you know, like, a, a big part of what I, why I do what I do is because I feel like I missed the whole rave era and so you know I'm tracks like if we ever come from trying to rekindle that you know like a nostalgia for a time that I'm not even aware of you know? yeah 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 um, and then I guess that is also in having missed out like uh, the Paradise Garage the disco thing in the, in the 70s yeah. you know my, my kind of no- nostalgia for, for my imagined uh, uh, perfect clubbing era you know yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, I, I guess tracks like this are you know trying to draw on that that's very interesting. I'm trying to depict something that that you actually never experienced. I like that. It's FOMO. <laughs>
don't often get um, don't often get nostalgic on on the hospital podcast because I like to think that we do we do look forward quite a lot. But um, this really takes me back to Swerve at the Velvet Rooms. Yeah, majorly, majorly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for me, like that that was uh, the first real kind of um, big moment. You know, like when, when I heard you and Fabio playing my tunes at, at the Velvet Room Swerve. Um, I, I remember. I remember Make It Tonight mm. going off, getting two rewinds, and I think probably in the, the same night, Danny Bird, Brian McKnight bootleg. Right, yeah, yeah. Getting a triple rewind from Fabio. Yeah. I mean, those, those, were, those were amazing, and like, in, in many ways, we were all totally outside of the scene at that time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Properly in our, in our own little weird bubble, kind of somewhere floating up above or below drum and bass <laughs> as it was then, you know. Yeah, little trip down memory lane there. But it was those those swerves at the Velvet Rooms were incredible. Absolutely incredible. Talk about your A&R streak. Mm. Yeah, this is this is another gentleman that uh, that you you kind of pointed out to me. Yeah, who hails from Hornsey in North London, and uh, he, he normally makes uh, like kind of prog house, slightly trancey kind of house. I think. Yeah. Like, what's, maybe, what's his trance artist name? Maybe he doesn't want to be called trance. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's pro- prog, proggy sounded. Uh, Sorry, mate. Sorry, Matan. Is this, yeah, Matan Zo, I think. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is MRSA. Yeah, that's, that's his DMV name. Yeah. And this is off high contrast, very own dub plate. This is G Force by MRSA. of course is featuring on the forthcoming seat music album as well with his track different
fun this track, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice, really playful. So, um, high contrast of myself, were fortunate enough to spend a few days in Austria last week at the Snow Bombing Festival. And a uh, pretty good time was had by all, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, we did a gig, which is quite interesting, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was Logistics Scientific, who actually I believe were there for 48 hours and never left the hotel, <laughs> despite the fact that we all had free ski passes to get up to the top of the slopes. Yeah, I mean, you could even drink at the top of the slope and not even, you know, not even do any exercise whatsoever. But um, when the, the gig was quite entertaining, I, I felt. Yeah. Um, there was the four of us there DJing, and we ended up spending most of the night going back to back. Which was the first, I think, really. Uh, well, it was. It yeah. was, actually, yeah. And uh, MC Rec was there, but he was on strike. Yeah. Because uh, he had an issue or two with the promoters. <laughs> and... Uh, so sadly, very sadly, I had to end up emceeing for scientific and logistics, and and for Lincoln. But and, and you, you emceed for me. Thanks, Link. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, you uh, made me look less of a tit by doing that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, no, but you know, you you, you were uh, you know introducing uh, the other guy, so I thought I only write someone should introduce you. And uh, for, for anyone who's there, <laughs> I'd like to apologise for the dad emceeing. We are sorry, but um. Uh, it had to be done. Sometimes you just got to get your hands dirty. Yeah. yeah. So hats off to the contrast for that. Well done, mate. Thank you. But it was it was it was actually a really nice set. I loved it. it was yeah, yeah, no, it was great really, fun. Yeah, no, I, I think um, about two thousand people in the house as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're uh, we're going to try something like that, like a tag team back-to-back session at uh, Matter. I think. Wicked. Um, we've been talking about that with Wicked. Chris, oh, so, good, uh, good. Yeah, that that'd be more yeah, fun to be had. Definitely. I love this feeling uh-huh. Coincidental key mixing, love it Yeah, no <laughs> So this was a remix I did for uh, Al Fugi of Futuristic Blues in, yes, in, Al. in New York Big shout Al It's a long time It has been a long time yeah, and this was a Blue Sonics track originally, this feeling. And what uh, happened to Ricky Blue? I, I don't know. He was, he was one of the, the old uh, Velvet Room's regulars. And, uh, he was one of the original Liquid crew. Yeah. Carl Eaton Addiction, Ricky Blue. And every time Ricky Blue used to walk into the venue, everyone went, Blue! Blue! <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did. You asked the lady culminator. Another of your kind of like quite early and largely undiscovered remixes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This this was probably the first outside remix I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. After you did my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. This is the hospital podcast issue number eighty-five, featuring high contrast. We're in confidence with high contrast. <laughs> From the confidential album. 
Lewandowski Lincoln, uh-huh. which is which is a bad. I look so I look so worried. <laughs> um, which is about sampling, because um, you are the undisputed king of sampling in drum and bass. Oh right, thank you. Don't look so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how how do you remember what samples you've got? And how do you remember which one might go with what you're doing at the moment? Well, I don't. I mean, that there is the, the trial and error and the randomness of what I do. I mean... Because uh, it's one thing, it's one thing like finding an amazing sample and spending, you know, like, like most of us do, you spend a whole day sampling stuff and getting the nice bits and then sort of polishing them up and then putting them on your hard drive. But I forget about them after yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I usually have samples knocking around for years before I end up using them. You know, like I think the longest. So you stumble upon them again by chance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think I think if you chase it too much, it, it doesn't happen. You know, you've, it, it's just got to kind of happen naturally. And uh, you know, things like on on like Twilight's Last Gleaming, where those horns and that vocal just totally go together. They, I just happened to, to, to sample them at around about the same time yeah. and, and you know it, it just it just happened there, there's, yeah. there's no kind of uh, method to it's it it's chaos theory isn't it yeah getting back to mistakes as we were saying earlier mistakes yeah. are a huge part of making music yeah. you have to let mistakes happen this came through the pipe yesterday from Rohan Randomer. This is um, featuring Reds. Modem Jazz. It's called Modem Jazz. Yeah. yeah. How did I know that? Did Tom send this to you? No. Did he play it in the office? No. How did you know that? Come on, spill the beans. Chris played it to me on his iPhone last time. Ah, uh, okay. He's such a teenager. <laughs> we were at an under 18s gig. Well, that's very appropriate then. drastically improved the mood in the office yesterday when it came through.
thought this was going to be a sequel to Printer Gram or something. You know, I thought it was going to be the sound of a modem loaded. Oh, I see. <laughs> That would be a bit too literal, though, wouldn't it? Well, if, if you could turn the modem noise into jazz, I, I want to hear that. There was a phase, wasn't there, when the internet first happened, when hip-hop tunes all kind of featured the sound of a modem dialing up. Yeah. Now, if you're in the London vicinity and you want to chance your arm and come down to the launch party of High Contrast Confidential, it's Thursday the 16th of April at East Village in Shoreditch, London. On the night, there's High Contrast, Brooks Brothers, Syncopics, James Kilowatts, MC Rec and Script. Upstairs in the bar, Chris Goss, Riley and the mighty Zach Vibert. They make up the dream team for the night. It's only a fiver to get in. There are no advanced tickets. I've had loads of people contacting me saying, where can we get advanced tickets? You can't. You've just got to turn up. Get there very, very, very early indeed. Danger. It could backfire on us, this one. You know that. (laughs) It could become a street party. Yeah, it could do. I know that sound. It's really weird hearing like one of your own tunes, just a bit of it. Because you're like, hang on, I, I made that, didn't I? What, what one is it? <laughs> yeah, because normally, like, you still play this out, don't you? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. How, many, how many times have you had people coming up to you saying, saying like, when are you going to do a, a VIP of this? Or <laughs> when are you going to update it? Or, or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I've tried it myself, but I think it's just one of those tunes you can't really go back in on. And and I've I've actually like got the parts up on on the computer and, yeah. and, and and tried to like recreate it somewhat. And I just can't get it sounding the same. It's like that that setup I had in my mum's bed, you know, back room. The the, the monitors there that were so funk. I, I made that this tune on on them, and it yeah. just worked. And it. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how I did it, you know. I do, I do that a lot. I, I do something on the computer and then I think, oh, I really like that. And they can never re- recreate it. It's got to move on. So it's good in a way. I think it is good in a way, yeah. And I, I don't think you could get this tune any better than it is. It'd be a shame to try, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, you, you know, you, you go through, uh, like, a funny relationship with tunes because, like, you know, you make it and you start playing it out and then enjoy playing it and then you know eventually you stop playing that record and then people like still want to hear it and yeah. so you think oh I'll take it back out again yeah. and then you know you start playing it again and, and then you stop and then, and then like another generation comes through and then they want to hear it you know? and, uh... this is the, the return of forever probably the, probably the tune that that really made your mark on the scene I'd say yeah it was the, it was the first across the board kind of hit yeah 
from High Contrast Confidential that's out on the 5th of May. sequences Lincoln and this is just one of those drum and bass tunes there aren't many of them that has got such an amazing sort of chord sequence and it it catches me totally unaware each time I hear it like, together by logistics as well that's, that, that's, that's got that kind of feeling to it as well it's, uh, and I guess that was a collision of um, accidental samples in your yeah in your PC yeah yeah I mean I, I had most of the samples for this track on my computer for for a number of years. Really? Yeah, and um, you know, the, the main loop in this, I, I hadn't even really noticed. And then it was just one day just playing around and, and, and oh, hang on, that, that loops up quite nicely. And uh, it just, yeah, came together very quickly and that was that. But I think that the tree did come together quickly. I, I, I remember it. Yeah. I remember when it was in sketch form and then, yeah. then when, when you finished it. And that's, that's also why it's hard for you to go back in on it, I think, because when a tune comes together really quickly like that, there's an energy in the coming together yeah. in, in, in the studio, and it's like, how can you deconstruct it and reconstruct it again and have yeah. the same emotion coming through the music? Yeah. Lincoln Barrett is out and about on the roads. You've been touring quite heavily recently, actually. Yeah, getting and, back uh, out. Which is, which is really good to see, because you went through a little phase of... You, you, you 
sort of fell out of love with DJing for a little while, didn't you? I don't know about that. I, I just think when you you do something so much, you, you need a bit of time away just yeah. to, you know, just to figure out why you're doing things and uh, get perspective on stuff. So um, you can you can catch High Contrast at Hospitality at Matter on Friday, May the first, um, with uh, playing with Fabio, with myself, Friction Scientific, Danny Bird, Brooks Brothers, Dynamite MC, MC Rex, Stamina MC, and Rage. That's going to be the second Hospitality at Matter. How did you enjoy the first one, by the way? Well, fantastic. I mean, uh, it's the best club in the world, as far as it I'm is, concerned. isn't it? Isn't it amazing uh, yeah. to be able to say that about an English club as well? Yeah, and uh, it's incredible. British, come on. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, previously, obviously, it was the Welsh club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, I mean, uh, it's... Uh, I haven't been that excited to play at a venue for a long time. I mean, I, I hadn't been there before, and we, we got there just before it opened, and then when, when I saw what it was like, I suddenly got very excited, and, uh, yeah, I just had a really great night. Yeah, it was pretty special. Really looking forward to the next one. Normally the best clubs in the world are like are in China or or Japan or somewhere exotic, but no longer. It's in London. Other hospitalities coming up: uh, Oxford on the second of May at the Regal. Contrast, Friction, Bengal Logistics, Scientific, and Martsman representing Med School. Uh, the hospitality bank holiday special at Digital in Brighton on Sunday the. Th- Sunday, Sunday the third of May. High contrast, London electricity. He was in wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, what happened to Sanjay? Uh, with scientific loggy, instrumental, marksman, and randomer. Just go to hospitalrecords.com/hospitality. Now this is a new producer called B Complex. Right, sounding uh, quite Morricone. It's a tune called Three Dots. the B complex now we have a few shout outs uh, that have come through the LondonElectricity.com website and if you want to get shouts on the podcast just go there and uh, yeah just just say whatever you want to say really um, Got a shout from Maltos. 
who says, uh, the song about my dog 12-inch landed on my doorstep. I was in awe when I opened it. It's superb packaging. I'm very glad you didn't do any promos on it. It was worth waiting that extra time for the finished article. This is special. Uh, shout going out to Emily Donovan, who's a recent convert to drum and bass and the Petersfield Massive. I've been out here in Cape Town for six months now and I miss the crew a lot. Keep up the good work and I'll keep endeavouring to get more people subscribing to the podcast. Douglas Harding. All the way from Cape Town. And uh, A+, aka Torrance from California, says please give a shout out to my daughter Ayano, who will be two years old on April the 13th. I wish you made the panda shirt in toddler size. A little secret. I did make one for, for the chairman. But I think he's got to be about four years old before he'll fit it. And uh, Crazy Joyce says, Who else noticed the hospitality at Heaven Poster in EastEnders this week? I did. And it was the, it was the hospitality at Heaven that never was. Not really. Oh, the Phantom Hospitality poignant. on the, November the 28th, 2008. Very poignant. And Boogaloo Tom says, Tony, who are you knocking off at the BBC the other night with the second hospital reference in EastEnders in the last two months? And, and it's not me who's knocking people off, it's Tom. <laughs> no, probably Riley, actually. But, but who can forget as well um, when Phil's little kid said, <laughs> tough guys don't dance. <laughs> when was that? Uh, I don't know, about six months ago or maybe longer, but like <laughs> Peggy was talking to Phil's little kid. Wicked. And, and he came out with that. Uh, Brilliant. We need to get to the bottom of this. So. We, we are leaving our mark on EastEnders, Lincoln. What about Pobla Cum? What do you mean? Pobla Cum is the Welsh... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Opera. I need to get some Yeah, you do. There, you yeah. really do. Come on, you're lagging. I need to send a shout out to uh, Laurie Cook, if he's listening. Hello, sir. And uh, also uh, Nick Evans from Barry. There's a surprise shout out for you. So this is turning into uh, a bumper edition of the podcast, and, and so it should. The other side of your Two Fisted Tales release. It's called Fugue State. And you mentioned the, a certain influence from the World in Action. Yeah, it's a bit of a homage to World in Action.
well as making house music. There's a couple of other things that, that you're working on at the moment that have nothing to do with high contrast drum and bass as such. But well, one has a little bit to do with it. One has absolutely nothing to do with it. Right. You're making a film, first of all. Yeah, in, in, in the... Do you want to spill the beans on this or do you want to just not tell anyone anything or, or what, shall I shut up or... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've written a script, but it's in the early stages of, uh, of development and, uh, you know, the film industry is notoriously uh, long and devious. Even so longer than, than the jungle it, music industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, who knows, but... Um, I'm going to try my damnedest to get it made, yeah. Do you want to let, let us know anything like about the concept or title, or are you holding no, those not, cards not, close not, to your yeah, chest? Yeah, not, not yet. Okay, okay, cool. Will it have any drum and bass in it? <laughs> Alright, I'll tell you one thing. The film <laughs> is mainly about 50s rock and roll. Wicked. So, I, I might have some... Uh, Youth driving past playing uh, one of my tracks as, as a fleeting rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, a little uh, cameo appearance. Yeah. Wicked. But it, it, it's, it's more of a rock and roll road movie. And the little birdie has told me that you're in the studio with the underworld at the moment. Yeah, we've uh, we've, we've begun uh, the, the process of making a track. Um, mainly consisted of hanging out at their very nice studio uh, with their team of people and and uh, eating the platter of food they put on. Cool. <laughs> um, I, I said the difference between uh, making D and B and making like stadium trans is that <laughs> hospital, hospital serves a packet of biscuits. And uh, Underworld serves, Don't knock the serves a Moroccan platter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but was it from Marks and Spencer's, though? Well, I, I didn't see any packaging. Our biscuits may be two-for-one offers at Sainsbury's, but they're quality biscuits. Yeah, no doubt. We don't go for those packets of broken ones that you can get down Nyssa. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Underworld, I, I said to them, but when, uh, as I was preparing to go to their studio, I was you know, looking through on my computer for sounds and, and, and tunes to take along, and, and just how many Cubase files I've got that are called, like, Underworld Thing, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. So they, they, they've always been an influence on me, especially uh, the track Two Months Off by them. Um, and they, they, they also uh, come from uh, the Cardiff area. That's very true, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and uh, the, you know the singer Carl. He's not Welsh, but he, he actually lived in my hometown, uh, not far from me, uh, for a number of years. And he was in a lot of bands in South Wales and hanging out with uh, you know various uh, musicians. Do you know? Do you know that track "Doot" by Doot? No. Doot was like the underworld before they were the Tomato oh, right, designers. Yeah. They had this thing called Doot. And it was like in, um, must be like 1984 yeah. or 85, and it was one of my favourite tracks from that era. It's uh, absolutely brilliant. And I bought it on iTunes recently. <laughs> it's brilliant. I'll have to check it out. It's a brilliant track. Check, check, you've got to track it down if you can, and it unmistakably sounds right. like Underworld. But but like a lot of the characters they, they were hanging out with, um, you know, in like the late 70s and early 80s, they're guys that I know, you know, because my dad's involved in the, the South Wales rock and roll business. Wicked. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, I know Rocky Louie, of course I do. So, uh, <laughs> Rocky Louie. <laughs> so, uh, 
these guys that like Carl from Enderworld's been uh, talking about for the last 20 years to people and no one has known who the hell they are. Well, the contrast needs. You know. A fitting way to end the podcast, Lincoln. And, and we haven't had to do any edits. No, it's been amazing. No mess ups at all. From my hometown, me and Maureen's a friend. From my hometown, ooh, the people I've made. How the world is my world. How the world is my world. From the album High Contrast Confidential, Hometown Glory, Adele, the High Contrast Remix. when you'd finish this remix how big it was going to get no not at all uh, I mean uh, as is usually the case with remixes the, the label wants it done by yesterday um, so you know you don't really have time to think you just go in and, and just see what happens um, and so yeah I, d- I didn't really have a, a moment to think of, of what people would make of it And uh, but I, I was just really surprised at how well it did I mean uh and, and still does as well. Yeah, has I, to be said. I mean, just you know, whenever I play it, crowds of people singing it back, and you know, it's, it's a real anthem. It's a great remix of a great song. It really is. And and it's great to play it in Cardiff as well. You know, like the the last hospitality we did at the Student Union. Yeah. Um, I came on at the end of the night, and, and I think I opened up with this. You know, and uh, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good moment. Yeah, um, absolutely. But speaking of which, we've got another Cardiff hospitality coming up, haven't we? Yes, we have. <laughs> and Riley hasn't given me the date so I can't tell I, you when it is I think it's June the 6th I, I, yeah. I think that sounds about right at the student, student union yeah Yeah, and sadly I'll be in Australia with Rex so I won't be able to play that ah. the high contrast will be in full effect and, along with everyone else from, from the hospital crew and, and Goldie and Noisier I think so. fantastic Incredible. hang on what's that other bit of music playing in the background though my phone <laughs> it's the lady culminator saying that the chairman's gone to sleep now I think we're out of time pretty much and there were yep. a few things I wanted to ask you about like your pet monkey when you were little and, and how you DJ without headphones and a few other things but that's going to have to wait yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we'll have to do another instalment 
soon. Yes. Not, not in another 85 times. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast 170, that would be. Nice. When the air is so thick and no pain I love it to see everybody In short skirts and shorts and chains I like it in the city when two worlds collide Get the people and the government Everybody take in different sides I'm my hometown Making more reasons to play I'm my Thank you for subscribing to the Hospital Podcast. Thank you for listening to High Contrast in the studio with me, London Electricity. Lincoln, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Yeah, mate, thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to the movie, to your work with The Underworld, and, uh, of course, eventually to your next uh, your next instalment of the High Contrast album series. Yeah. yeah. And High Contrast Confidential is out on the 5th of May. 25 tracks across two CDs. All the best remixes, all the best tunes on Hospital. We're out of here. Bye-bye. See ya.